RadioInfluence.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Forking Around Town podcast. This is your host, Tracy, and I'm super excited today because I have not only someone who is a dear friend of mine, but someone who is has always been just like a ray of sunshine in my food blogging and Instagram life over the last 10 years. So I'd like to welcome Denise Taylor from Tampa Bay Bloggers. How are you, Denise? Hello. Hi, Tracy. Oh, my gosh. I got a little misty-eyed from that introduction. I can't believe <laughs> you're so sweet. What a nice way to just, just like, oh, beautiful. Well, you know, it's, it's funny. I was thinking, um, th- I was actually this afternoon, I was thinking about the first time I met you. And one of the times that I remember very clearly is we were at a Longhorn out on Fowler. I mean, this is going back like oh, 10 yes. years, something like that. Yes. But I just remember my- when... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, I think that might have been the first time, but another one that I remember fondly was um, when we did something at BT Restaurant. Weren't you there? Yes. Yes. It was like a like a cafe, like mm-hmm. one of those coffee pod things. <laughs> the Nest Cafe Dol- or Dolce. Yes, that's it. Yes. Yeah. Nest cafe, Dolce Cafe, something like that. I remember. And so I remember at the time you were... Um, like the other, the other city by the bay or something yes. like that, right? My other uh-huh. city by the bay. That's how I got started. And I just, that's how we all connected. And that was, gosh, going back mm-hmm. like 10 years. And yeah, I wanted to yeah. also just kind of talk a little bit about Tampa Bay bloggers because I have been really bad. I've been so busy with work. I haven't been as involved and I need to start checking in on, you know, on the Facebook group and seeing what you guys have going on and We'll definitely talk in a minute about your event coming up. But um, so how long has Tampa Bay Bloggers been around? So um, Tampa Bay Bloggers has been around about, oh, let's see, we started in oh, 12 years now. We started okay. in 2010. I've been blogging for about, um, oh, gosh, you're making me math. Um, <laughs> I started in 2007. So that's 15 years. So run, my personal blog, Run DMT, has been around for about 15 years. Um, and then the Tampa Bay bloggers. So let me explain. So Tampa Bay bloggers came about was as my persona, as a running blogger, I would go to these races and I would connect with other running bloggers. And so, you know, we just kind of formed a Facebook group and we started connecting and then those bloggers met other bloggers and other bloggers, you know, and so on and so on, you know, like the old Pantene commercial. (laughs) And, um, and so it just kind of grew by word of mouth. And at first it was very, um, a lot of fitness focused blogs. And then we grew and we, you know, you know, more lifestyle bloggers came in, more foodie bloggers came in, parenting bloggers. And so now we have about, I would say close to 300 lifestyle bloggers. You know, Tampa Bay Bloggers represents about 300 lifestyle bloggers from all over Tampa Bay, from Stitches County to Sarasota County. We, we got it all. So, mm-hmm. and my role became to connect bloggers and influencers um, with brands if they were looking for specific things. I was like the gatekeeper. So a brand would, or a small business or a restaurant would contact me and they would say, hey, we want to get X number of bloggers out to come and sample our new menu or come see this new location. And so I would take that information and pass it on to the bloggers and then bring the people. So um, we also, we developed um, Tampa Bay Tuesday as a result of that, because we were pretty much every week 
this isn't a life before COVID. <laughs> every week we were, um, you know, pretty much every Tuesday we were somewhere at a restaurant. Restaurants are typically quiet. Um, you know, Tuesdays are typically quiet for restaurants. So, you know, we were able to do these on the spot, you know, live tweeting, um, you know, and live sharing, you know, Facebook stories, Instagram stories, just live shares um, to show our followers um, what we were, you know, doing at the restaurant, what we were sampling. So it was really great. And our, our Tampa Bay Tuesday hashtag, oh gosh, it, it would hit millions, you know, just like a, a reach of in the millions. It was great. Again, that was a life before COVID. So, well, <laughs> so you know, things um, slowed down quite a bit. And then also, you know, um, just before COVID, I was already homeschooling my son. Um, so that, you know, pulled me in a different direction. So I wasn't quite so hands-on with our network, but we were still doing things. You know, we still have a, a strong partnership with the Straws, um, several restaurants in the area, um, Bush Gardens. You know, these are just, I'm, I'm totally dropping names. These are some of the brands that we work with um, mm -hmm. to help find influencers. So, because, um, you know, share whatever's going on with them and their, in their business. You know, um, we've worked with Organic Girl. Gosh, I can't, um, Winn-Dixie. We've mm -hmm. done all kinds of stuff. So it's great. So, um, again, it started as a fitness thing and then grew into food. And then we became, we represent everything. I love it. Yeah. And I'm, I've met so many great people and it's always nice to see some of those familiar faces at, at different events. And, you know, yes, Organic Girl, I remember you guys did an event with them. It was at Dats, I believe. I was going yes, back. It was, it was at Dats. That was a lot of fun. Um, you know, we, we really, it was, you know, we had um, TV personalities come out and, you know, help we we created salads or re we created recipes. Mm -hmm. Several of our bloggers, I think we had about six there, created um, recipes, and the TV personalities voted on the ones they liked best, and they got some prize. I don't even remember what it was. I don't remember. Oh, that was a while ago. <laughs> I don't remember. But um, yeah, so like I said, I've been a little bit, you know, um, kind of taking, you know, taking a little bit of a backseat with the Tampa Bay bloggers, but we're still around. We're still doing things. Um, you know, we have a wonderful uh, group of admins that still make things happen for our bloggers and influencers. And um, I, I, I can't let go. I love it. I know. Well, I want to, I want to get, you know, really start to get more involved again. And um, I'd love to bring back some of those events if we could somehow, we'll have to talk later and see if we can put something oh, yeah. together. That would be great. Yeah, well, hopefully, yeah, hopefully, um, maybe through this podcast, you know, whoever's listening, you know, if they want to bring out some bloggers and influencers, let us know and we'll make it happen. Absolutely. Well, what I wanted to talk to you about today is something I'm, I just, I kind of, when you and I were talking earlier, I, I, I got those goosebumps because I thought this is going to be so much fun and I'm excited to, to volunteer and be a part of it. But the Tampa Bay Homeschool Inclusive Prom. Very exciting. And it's coming up on April 30th in St. Pete. So I wanted to talk to you about that and just fill us in on all the details and how anyone can be a part of it so, if they'd like to. Yeah. So let, let me just give you some background about how it came to be. So I was a homeschool mom. I only in the past, let's see, I've been homeschooling for about uh, four years now. My son struggled in school. He's a sixth grader now, but at the time he was in third grade and he was, or second grade, and he was in danger of failing second grade. So that you know, I, I wanted to do whatever I could 
to help him be successful. I have a teaching background. So I'm like, I can do this. I can teach him. We're going to make this happen. And, and so he's grown in leaps and bounds, happy to say. However, when COVID hit, <laughs> I became a homeschooler instead of just one kid. Now I had my high schoolers, you know, who moved to online learning and I had a house full of kids, you know, that I was homeschooling. So my oldest graduated in 2020. Um, didn't have a prom because of everything that happened with COVID. Mm-hmm. My middle, who's now currently a junior, was a freshman at the time, um, decided uh, they did not want to go back to school in the fall and wanted to stay homeschooling. So um, I, that was, let's see, now they're a junior. That was when they were a sophomore. So kind of in the back of my head of last year, I was like, I want to offer everything I can for my high schooler. I don't want her to miss out on the fun high school opportunities. And that includes a prom. So I kind of put the idea out there. Well, first I researched. First, I looked to see, you know, what proms were available. And you may recall that there was a young girl who wanted to go to a homeschool prom and she was denied entry to the prom because she wore a pantsuit. Okay. That was a local story. It was yes. covered nationally, but it was local. I do. And um, people were appalled. She wore the most glamorous plant pantsuit to her prom, but she couldn't go in. And they told her if she went home and changed and put on a dress, they would let her in. And I was aghast. Like, I could not believe because at the time I still had my, you know, my, my, my senior who was going to homecoming and prom at the same time as that young lady. And so I was just blown away that they would put that requirement on, you know, like, goodness, who has time to go home and get changed into a formal wear the night of your prom? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, forget it. It's awful. So, um, so it kind of was in the back of my head. And when I researched, you know, proms for my own daughter, I realized that many of the homeschool proms are gender specific. Like if you, you know, if you are, um, you know, female assigned at birth, you have to dress like a girl, you know. And so for, um, you know, our LGBTQIA plus teens, that's devastating. They, you know, they want to dress as they see themselves, as they, who they identify as. And so, you know, and plus my oldest is non-binary. So I, you know, this really pulled on my heartstrings. So I kind of put it out there that I was thinking about putting a prom together and some other homeschool parents stepped up, but I wanted it to be a safe space for our LGBTQ, excuse me, I said it wrong, LGBTQIA plus teens. It's a mouthful. <laughs> it is a mouthful. I, maybe I'll just say LGBT. <laughs> but I want it to also, you know, I want people to understand that it doesn't just stop at the T. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's, it's a, a pretty wide, you know, um, net that mm-hmm. to be inclusive so um so let's see um where was i oh yeah so you the the homeschool community the homeschool community tends to be um a very unwelcoming space for our lgbt kids mm-hmm. and it's really really sad um especially in 2020 when we had this I don't mean to get political, but, you know, the the, the country got really divided. And mm-hmm. so um, that trickled down to a lot of the Facebook groups. And the um, 
you really saw people saw some, you saw some really ugly sides to people. And so as a mom of, you know, um, you know, a non-binary kid, I was like, I can't be part of these groups. I have to find groups that are welcoming. And because when I show up with all three of my kids to something, you know, and I say kid, my oldest is going to be 21 in November, but still my kid, when I show up to these places with my kids, I want them to feel welcomed and safe. And so, you know, I am a mama bear through and through, and, you know, I, I just want to create that. And so, and that was my goal going into building this prom. I wanted to create, that was my vision to build a safe space where kids could formally dress as they identify to celebrate their, their authentic selves. And that is our mission statement on our um, homepage. And so for, you know, I kind of thought I was going to go into this alone. I had no idea how supportive the community was going to be. Even, you know, I found so many homeschooling parents that would step up and, and wanted to help. Like they were like, I'm going to do this. I want to be part of this. I love what you're doing. And so because of my connections as a blogger, I was able to find, um, I was able to reach out to different um, businesses that I had worked with in the past and including one, one of them was Metro Health because my teen, well, my oldest, who was a teen at the time, had attended their LGBT summer camp and had done a lot of programs through Metro Inclusive. So I reached out to them first to see if we if they would offer some help in some capacity. Not only did they offer help, they 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 offered us the Grand Hall, which is a beautiful hall. It sounds crazy because it's a health clinic, right? <laughs> but they, yeah, no, it, it is a health clinic, and they do all kinds of services and programming um, for the community. But when you walk in to the clinic, to the left of the the clinic is this amazing hall that they do weddings and conferences and entertain uh, entertain politicians and it's crazy it's a beautiful beautiful facility so um and it can accommodate 200 people so we so when we got together we planned okay let's just shoot for 100 let's just shoot for half because we still need volunteers and all that um and for a while there you know we pushed and we pushed and you know selling tickets and we got we sat around 40 for a really long time and and they were okay with that because it was our first year and then all of a sudden in the past like two weeks we spiked up to like 85 tickets and we were like whoa what's happened and I don't know if it's prom season and it finally got on people's radar mm. <laughs> and um I don't know you know I only did one tv appearance and I don't know if that even aired. So <laughs> within 24 hours, we went from 85 to 100 and we were sold out. So it was crazy. And then now we have a wait list. So I love um, it. Yeah, it's crazy. So just to give, to give a shout out to some of the sponsors that, um, again, in the beginning, when I was like, hey, can we do this? And who's going to help? So many people shared that, that I was like getting all kinds of messages from businesses and that, you know, photographers and just all sorts of people that wanted to step up and help and give their time. You know, I'm talking about people who make a pretty penny doing what they do. And they're like, I love what you're doing. 
I want to be there. I want to give you my time and my talent. Like that just blew me away. That gives me goosebumps. I mean, I still think about it. Mm. A lot of them could could relate to it. They were like, hey, I didn't go to my own prom because I was gay in high school and I wasn't out. So I want to step up and help you because, and I want to help make this prom happen for these kids. So, I mean, it's, I mean, so many times I've heard that over and over, even parents on our own, you know, prom committee have said, I didn't get to go to my prom. So I want to make this happen for my kid. It's wild. So, um, and I don't know, maybe with the new bill that just passed, the don't say gay bill, I don't know what got on people's radar that stepped up to buy all these tickets, but it's like, people were like, we want to be part of this. And it's just, it's overwhelming. It's touching. It's, it really brings tears to my eyes just thinking about it. Like, I can't believe how openly people have embraced what we're doing. It's great. Yeah, so, um, oh, Fantastic. I'll, I'll name some of the, if you want me to, I can yeah. name, you know, some of the people that have stepped up and helped. So like, I, like I said, we have Metro Inclusive Health, Health, sorry, let me say that again. So we've had Metro Inclusive Health offer their, um, their grand hall. They have been a huge, you know, contributor. Um, then our DJ is uh, Jason of the um, Rose Dynasty Foundation. He He's a drag queen. He performs as Mama Rose. And he's offered his services to be a DJ. And he's bringing four drag queens to perform for our kids. Um, we also have Dark Light Studios. They're bringing a photo booth to set up for the kids. Um, Elizabeth Duncan, excuse me, I said her name wrong. Elizabeth Dugan Creative, um, she's offering her photography talents to do portraits, portrait settings of our students. So, um, and then we also have Red Mesa Restaurant Group stepped up to, to offer food donations. Orange, um, I'm saying the name wrong, Orange Cycle Creamery stepped up to offer um, a ice cream bar for our students. We have three ice creams and toppings. Uh, let's see who else. Um, Oh, Gypsy, Bohemian Gypsy. They're doing swag bags for all the kids. Um, I can't remember. <laughs> I know that. I mean, that's a, that's a great lineup. I was actually just at Red Missa this weekend. Um, I went to try their Taco Week special and I had not been there in probably eight years. So it was nice to be back and their food is always phenomenal. Had a really good time. I love the, I love the, which one is on, um, is it the canteen? No. Which one's on, um. Fourth Street, which one's that? I love that one. The See, patio outside. Right. I was at the one downtown on First or Central. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, they have a beautiful patio one. too. I mean, the one oh, on Fourth yeah. Street is also, I've never, I've driven past it, but I've never actually stopped at that one. But yes. Oh, that one's my, that one, the one on Fourth Street, the Red Mesa on Fourth Street is my favorite because I just love it. You feel like it's like a little, the way they've done it, it feels like a little Mexican, you know, uh, you know, like a villain. It reminds me of Epcot. Yeah, it reminds me of Epcot. <laughs> I shouldn't say Mexico. I should say Epcot. It reminds me of Epcot. <laughs> well, that's a place I haven't been to. Epcot. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, that, I love the cantina on First or Central, too. That one. They're all good. Oh, I just love Red Mesa. I didn't realize they so had so many locations. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they're a great um, part of our community. Also, I remember last year for Pride, they were doing um, a drag queen brunch, which is awesome. I hope they bring that back. Oh, yeah. I bet that <laughs> but, would be fun. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So we also, um, along with the sponsors, of course, Tampa Bay bloggers, you know, I'm doing this, you know, it's my business and I'm giving my social media expertise to help do posts and stuff and videos and, you know, doing all the, all the TikTok things. And we also have Jill Inc., who is a local writer and, uh, you know, freelance writer, um, content on what's the word. She's a freelance writer and a online content creator. So, um, Jill, uh, Jill of Jill Inc. Um, is offering her services. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. I think that's it. I'm sure you'll have a few more. I'm working on my donation as we speak, and I look forward to being there and just volunteering and helping out for a few hours. It's definitely, for me, it's going to be a fun experience, something different. I, I really enjoy, like, now that I've been in this new this new career path, I'm really trying to get out there and do as many different things as I can. I have, um, I have a couple of like shifts. I'm going to be volunteering at the Salvation Army at different locations around like Tampa Bay and Sarasota. And it's just amazing the, the, the people you get to meet. I've made so many yeah. connections in all these different cities. It's really wonderful. And it feels good to just be yeah. out there and just be a part of something and help. You know, it really does I'm make you feel good. It makes you feel good, but you have, also have to be mindful of what organizations you give your time to and make sure that they serve marginalized, um, you know, marginalized communities, mm-hmm. because it's my understanding that the LGBT community is not welcomed at Salvation Army. So, but I will add that the spring, which is, you know, offers, you know, shelter and care to our, to our community. They are, they welcome all. So if you go on their website, so just be mindful. I know it's really hard, you know, because you want to do good, but you have to just look at where their donations are going and who they're serving. Um, One of the ones that I love and being a food person, this is such a great one for you is Meals on Wheels for Tampa. Meals on Wheels of Tampa Bay. There's also, um, they work in conjunction with the, Action, I'm saying it wrong, Action Network to End Hunger of Tampa Bay or Tampa Bay's Action, I can't remember, but um, they are amazing because they have so many areas that they serve and you, it is the easiest, um, it's the easiest outreach that you can do while having the biggest impact. It's amazing. And you can sign up to uh, pack food or you can sign up to deliver food. And the families are so excited to see you. We did that during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, we did that several times because my I wanted my kids to volunteer. And it was, <clears throat> excuse me, it, uh, delivering meals was, was contactless. So we never had to come in contact with families during COVID, but we could still be impactful. So it was wonderful. You know, I was just thinking, um, I actually have been to their facility out on Hillsborough. I believe it was... Probably, gosh, going back to 2014, I was involved in in an event and we were looking for a few local nonprofits. And so they were one of the ones that were included. And I went there and did a tour of the facility and it was such a great time. And I drove by a couple of weeks ago and it's I'm so glad you reminded me because I thought that's a place that I need to revisit. It's been quite some time. So I will definitely do that. And yeah, and the Action Network, they um, they have packing all over the place. So like you, you meet at like Sam's club and do a packing. I've not signed up to do the packing. I've always signed up to drive and Metropolitan Ministries also offers those services as well. Oh, um, they're, they're great. I love them. I helped out with them yeah, over Thanksgiving. I, 
Yeah, and there's also um, the, um, what is it? There's also Feeding America of Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. So they have where you can just pack food and get it ready to be delivered. Um, Yeah, it's, you know, I love doing outreach and I love doing that with, you know, volunteering to do that time with my kids because I feel like, I mean, it really does make a difference. They, you know, it's not just doing it, you know, if you've got teens, you're doing it for the bright futures, right? Let's just be honest. But I feel like if you do it early enough and early on, like my son is in sixth grade, so he's not, he's, and he was doing it in elementary school. So, you know, we weren't doing it for bright futures for him. You know, I feel like a lot of people do it, just get their kid to volunteer because they know they need those hours for that scholarship money. And I feel like if you're doing it early enough and you continue doing it up into high school to graduation, it's more meaningful than that. It's not just about filling out that sheet to get those hours. And, you know, it's, it's an important lesson for your kids to see, you know, how, you know, it's an experience, you know, it's a lesson, you know, you know, this is how we can help people. This is what area do we need to, what, you know, what needs do we need to meet in the community? How can we step up and help, Mm -hmm. you know? So you got to, Start walk young. the walk and talk the talk, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> so, yes. And I think that, and that's why, and I figure, you know, I think that's why we have so many of, you know, these younger entrepreneurs, entre- let me say that again. <laughs> I think that's why we have, I think that's why you have so many entrepreneurs that have stepped up and created these businesses where they, they are making a change. Like so many other proceeds go to this because we've raised, a, you know, a generation of, kids that know that they can make an impact, you know, mm-hmm. especially with the enhancement of social media, it really does help with whatever their, their mission is or mm-hmm. exactly. Well, so yeah. I wanted to share if anybody wanted to get involved now, I, I have the website, I'll go ahead and say it, but I will share it on my Instagram. I'll put it in my stories and I'm going to add a link to it in my bio so that it's easy for people to click on it. But if anyone wanted to donate and uh, so it's the, T-B-H-I-P, which is Tampa Bay Homeschooling um, Inclusive Prom. So T-B-H-I-P.R-S-V-P-I-F-Y.com. Again, I will share that. And then how can anyone find any of the pages like on social media if they want to just follow along? So real, real simple, we're at T-B underscore H-I-P. So it stands for Tampa Bay Homeschool Inclusive Prom. Um, we are the same we're the same handle on, you know, Instagram and TikTok and Twitter. Okay. Um, Facebook, it's, I believe it's spelled out on Facebook. I'll, you could I'll probably find. just type it in and it would, it'll populate. Usually. Yeah. You'll find us on Facebook. Um, you know, it's funny. And then real quick, I had to, I was just going to ask you this since you you're on social media. I've noticed a couple of times if I'm on Facebook and I'm trying to tag a product or a company, Sometimes their name does not come up, even though that's what they're. I've noticed that too. It's weird. I just lately it's driving me yeah. nuts because you. I always want if I'm tagging a food company, I want to make sure that they know I'm posting about them, and I've struggled mm-hmm. with that lately. It's weird. So anyway, just a little. Side yeah, <laughs> it. it ha- I've noticed that too, especially like because you know I just went to see Frozen last week, and I'm trying to tag them, and it's not coming up, and everything else that's Frozen that you could think of comes up. <laughs> <laughs> is coming up. I'm like, what? is happening but um yeah our website is tampa bay homeschool inclusive prom all spelled out um and you can donate via paypal 
um, on that site, or you can go to the RSVPIFY. I don't know why everything is such a challenge to speak today, but <laughs> um, yeah, you can donate through RSVPIFY. I don't even know how to say that. It's okay. I don't RSVPIFY. You can um, you can donate, you know, credit card, whatever on that. Um, if you have a PayPal, you can pay us on the website um, directly. If you have a PayPal account. Um, oh, for volunteers. Yeah. So we are we're soliciting volunteers from the community to help on the day of the prom. Um, we're looking for people that, you know, want to step up and chaperone, um, want to work the door, want to be a greeter, want to be a parking lot attendant uh, to help move traffic through when people are dropping off kids. Mm-hmm. Um, anything, whatever you want to help out doing um we'll have a form that we'll share shortly on facebook to get people to start volunteering oh well great well i'll definitely be there to volunteer i look forward to it um it'll be just you know something different on a saturday night i don't really go everyone thinks i go out all the time to eat and i really don't i usually take saturdays as my day to cram all of my dining adventures into one day and then i share it throughout the week so people think yeah. we're out every night i'm like no i went no, out six times it's in one day so funny. <laughs> it's so funny i don't know why people think that like okay how long have we lived with social media you know everybody sits on things right you know posts are scheduled right yeah <laughs> we don't just do it all you know like yes i was in six places at one time everybody oh i know <laughs> you know like like oh gosh Oh, I have a love-hate relationship with social media right now. Doesn't everybody know? Yes, all the different <laughs> changes and everything. But, um, well, again, oh. thank you so much for, for taking the time to chat. It was, um, for me, it was very informative. I'm And I, I feel bad because I, I think I might have seen your post a while ago, but sometimes um, I don't go on Facebook as much. I post things and then I'm kind of off of it because I'm just busy with work. But I need to start really seeing what everyone's putting out there, especially in Tampa Bay bloggers. And if there's anything I can do to help, but I appreciate your time and I look I forward to it. Saying, I appreciate you saying thanks, you know, for apologizing, but I mean, Tracy, we all have lives, right? <laughs> it's okay. Like you don't need to apologize for not seeing things. I'm so grateful that you are giving me this time to share, you know, so I mean, apology accepted. And girl, you went way above and beyond. (laughs) I had to make up. (laughs) Anyway, well, yes. Thank you again. We'll have to um, do lunch soon. I'll come out your way. I need to. Yes, absolutely. You need a pizza. Oh, I I do. I love pizza. Yeah, I know. Now I'm getting hungry. Yes. See, we're just trying to, we're trying to thank close you. this and we're both, we're both talkers, but um, anyway, thank you, Denise. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> right. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. And everybody, thank you for listening. I'll be sure to share a lot of these websites and social media handles on my Instagram. And you can always follow me at Tracy Forks Around Town. And don't forget, a new episode comes out every Friday on RadioInfluence.com or wherever else you like to go to download and listen to your favorite podcast. Have a wonderful weekend. This is a Live Bold and Boss Up Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Steph and I are here and we chat with our favorite Army officer, Major General Clay Huttmacher. He is amazing, right? Yeah. He's just an amazing individual. I love chatting with him. Very humble, great stories. 
you could talk to him for hours, literally hours. Um, we just have a snapshot for you here. If you ever get a chance to meet him in person, though, um, highly suggest talking with him and meeting him. But he gives us tips on this episode of leadership. Um, we talk about his um, special operations warrior foundation that he's president and CEO of. And um, we talk about his background. He was a high school dropout and he went all the way to a major general. So really amazing story. So enjoy guys. Live bold and boss up with Stephanie Marchese and Ashley Jiraki can be found on Apple podcast, Stitcher, tune in Google podcast, the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com.